everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your, your Twilight, Twilight base. Hey guys. What's new? What's new? Hey now. Hey, hey now. now. This is what, what dreams are made of. Oh my god, this is what dreams are made of. Scott is walking in and handing me pizza. <laughs> I could tell he was coming in. Hi, Scott. Um, they say hi. Oh, hey. Hey. Look, listeners, is it classy to eat pizza while recording the pod? Yes. But, yes. But yes, it is. <laughs> uh. I am so excited to give the listeners my big update, which is that this week, I attended the National Book Awards, Ooh, yeah. and as you, I, as I believe I told you listeners, my goal was to meet LeVar Burton, and it happened. Yeah. And he was so warm and kind, and his voice was so, like, rich and velvety. <laughs> he was everything you would want him to be. He was so lovely. He said my name. He was like, wow. and now Maya, what do you do at your company? Oh my god, that is how LeVar would talk in real life. Yeah. It was so nice and oprah was there uh my favorite part about oprah being there was that she did not follow the run of show lavar was just saying that she was there and suddenly she's walking up on stage with her hands in the air like it's me oprah Uh, she like gave her little speech and then lavar had to go back up there and like finish introducing her and like there was gonna be like a whole series of things before oprah spoke but she was just like i'm ready i heard my name (laughs) yep we're on my schedule i assume she skedaddled immediately following the programming i don't know because she said like my table but i like i don't know if she even stayed after her speech you know i don't know hilarious uh it was really fun that's great. I heard uh, Dan Santat won top. Dan Santat won, mm-hmm. and I read the book A First Time for Everything yesterday over lunch. It was lovely. It was great. <laughs> Listeners, just to give you the full experience, that was the sound of Maya uh, shaking crushed red pepper onto her pizza. <laughs> it's a Costco-sized bottle. It's very big. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so hungry. Uh, uh, Melissa, what's up with you? Um, not much. I'm going to Colorado tomorrow. Oh my god, you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Going to see my sister Miranda. Yeah. Um, have some Tell fun. her I say hi. I will. Have some Tell fun. her horse that I say hello, please. Ooh, I will. I will tell Luther that you say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also is the one who has the big dogs, Coda right. and Caillou. Yep, yep. Um... But, yes, we're going to do our own little mini Thanksgiving, and it's also my birthday next week. Yeah, it's almost your birthday. Melissa Day! You get your birthday week off from the pod. Yes! (laughs) I'm not going to lie, that usually happens. Uh, Usually the week of Thanksgiving we are not recording. (laughs) Uh, Is it just going to be the two of you for Thanksgiving? I think it is. I think there might be some, like, work people that she's also cool. going to be inviting, but, like, it very much is a low-key, not very family-centric <laughs> Thanksgiving. That's great. Bless. 
I'm really happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you I think already... you're going to get a bunch more North Face swag? Yeah, I am. <laughs> she already told me, she's like, don't bring any coats or boots or whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she works for North Face, if you didn't She works it for out. North Face, and she gets me a lot of, a lot of shit. <laughs> That's great. That's a good one. Um, I already did one Thanksgiving last weekend. Oh my god, I forgot that that was a Thanksgiving. Well, here's the thing. I was like, we decided that we were going to do Thanksgiving at Adam's family this year. And then I was like, well, it'd be nice to see my family. And that was a long weekend. So I was just like, I'm going to come up for the long weekend. That immediately turned into... Was it a Okay, so Thanksgiving... Yeah, Adam had Veterans Day off. So not not for me. It wasn't a long weekend for me. Guess not. For other people. Uh, But for us, and I'm unemployed. So any weekend could be a three-day weekend (laughs) if I wanted to be one. Uh, And so immediately that turned into, okay, so we're having Thanksgiving this weekend while Olivia's home. And then that turned into... Like, my mom's entire side of the family coming out to my parents' house, even though they never host Thanksgiving. Uh, and it was, like, a whole thing. And it was nice. And we had Thanksgiving. Part one. Wow. Part one. I mean, honestly, even though, like, Avi, I don't jive with the whole, like, background of Thanksgiving, I do love a holiday where the whole point is that you just eat a big feast. Um, actually, the point is giving thanks and being appreciative for the things that we have in our lives, Melissa. No. The point of this holiday. Melissa's like, yeah, the, like, the feast. The feast. <laughs> like, I'm thankful for it. <laughs> I do think that the feast should be centered around something that's not fucking turkey. Yeah. The least desirable good, bird to Everything eat, honestly. Good. No. Turkey okay. isn't the least desirable bird to eat. Turkey okay. is the least desirable bird. There are, like, Have pigeons. you ever had a pigeon? I think a pigeon would be way better than a turkey. What? You've never I, eaten a pigeon. I a thousand percent believe a pigeon would be better than a turkey. What do you know about eating pigeons? I don't know anything, but I do you know, know that little game birds taste pigeons. good. I have had little game birds, and I'm sure a pigeon would be similar. What about like a swan? What do you think a swan would taste like? Probably, Probably like a duck. duck. Yeah, and duck, duck is my is good. favorite duck is bird. Than turkey for sure. Duck is so good. <sighs> Why don't we center Thanksgiving around duck? I mean, you could. You could start that this year. I mean, year. yeah. I, you I'm going to You and Miranda could cook a duck. Yeah. Yeah. I we like made that. a duck for Christmas, like a uh, COVID Christmas, the first mm-hmm. time that we didn't do normal Christmas, and it was very mm-hmm. weird. Uh, we cooked a duck. It was great. It's great. Yeah. Fun. The rules are fake. You can do whatever you want. It's made up. Maya, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? We're going to North Carolina, because oh. Scott's mom is volunteering at a state park down there. And we rented an Airbnb. Once he retires. He should. He should. Cool. It'll be fun. Nice. Um, all right. Well, we have a message on the Instagram that I could read. Do we? Yeah. It's a message from the other Olivia. Other Olivia. Who says, guys, I'm having an existential crisis. Aren't we First all? of all, I'm experiencing yet another major personal Twilight Renaissance. We love to see it. We love this. It's a cycle. It's taking over every thought. I feel like I'm 13 again. Amazing. I'm so happy. That's where for you, you. want to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of horrible, but I am currently reading um I'm glad my mom died. 
Ooh. <laughs> I thought it was That's great. Yeah, it's it's good and it's also like revisiting that like teeny bopper kind of iCarly era and mm. just, you know, like looking back on it in a wow, it was like fun but also fucked up, you know? There's so much that we just didn't know as children and just like, you know, like wider society. The adults in our lives also didn't know at the time that Dan Schneider was a predator. Uh, but Even though just... I feel like if you were around him, you knew. Yeah. It just breaks my heart that for so many of these young, talented actresses, but like Janelle, like in particular, you know, for this topic, that what made her special and talent, one of the many things that made her special was her talent. Like, she is hilarious. She is naturally mm -hmm. hilarious. Mm -hmm. And that gift was what made her vulnerable, too, you know, to this horrible mm -hmm. abuse. And it's so mm -hmm. sad. But it's a highly book. recommend. <laughs> horrible novel about being 13. <laughs> Sorry, is it a memoir? It's a memoir. It's a, it's memoir. a memoir. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Olivia goes on to say, but <laughs> what's really been messing with me is, of course, what else? Vampire biology. We're, we're back around. We're Keeps us up around. at night. Okay, but this is, this is new. This is good. It would be so interesting if Bella remarked a notable difference in Edward's temperature when he hadn't fed for a long time, since there isn't much blood in his mm. tissues to make him warmer. Whereas when he comes back from a hunting trip, he's not noticeably warmer because he's fed. In Twilight, Bella says that his face looks flushed when he came back to school during the snow day. Like, please give us consistency in the lore. Where the blood goes. Because the whole body is like venom sponge. Yeah, we so, don't really know what their digestive the Maybe his tummy is really warm. Is. You know? Maybe he's got a really warm belly. Ooh. I guess, like, the blood might cool off pretty fast, though. That's kind of what I was thinking. If he is at the ambient temperature, you know, then the blood would cool to meet whatever the ambient temperature they is. They seem to be particularly cold which doesn't yeah, I, I, really make sense. I know sense. but I'm just like imagining I'm trying that to does impose make sense. a logic yeah. <laughs> like let's say he were just at because it's not just that like I've heard theories in the past like oh like what if he is just at ambient temperature but that feels cold I see that but I just feel like she always sense. describes him as ice cold icy is right. different like, yeah yeah ice doesn't feel like if i just like touch this stuffed animal right like it's yeah chill. but part of it is about like the material that you're touching right like different materials at the and same temperature like, a rock. Feel like different temperatures that's like i don't <laughs> remember a bunch of stuff right touching now. stuff like i don't remember how the science works or why that's true but i'm i'm pretty sure it's true that they feel like different temperatures and if you well, touch something that's colder like than you, theory. or like colder than a person is supposed to feel, then it would be like, ooh, he feels dead. Has a warm belly. Okay, interesting. I want to say, like, I think even if the temperature doesn't make sense, it would be interesting if he was but less pale. Yeah. His belly probably gets a little bloated, too. I feel like he should get cute little I think that cheeks. would be funny he put, if like, they bloated like ticks. Like four oh, little elks. So cute. Four little elks inside wow, his belly. Wow, so cute. Well, that, that reminds me of New Girl when Jess talks about Nick's, <laughs> Nick's belly. Wait, what did she say? I don't remember. She, why would she talk? Like, it's when she's like, 
high on medication from hitting her chin. <laughs> she calls it his bubble belly. <laughs> and she's like, ooh, I want it. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> she's like, oh, I want your bubble belly. That was like peak dad bod yeah. timing. Yeah. LOL. They all get dad bods after they eat. I feel like it should be, like, they get flushed. Yeah. Maybe they get warmer at first. But I feel like feeding should make you demonstrably stronger. They say, like, oh, like, when there's a fight coming up, like, we're gonna feed for, like, that little bit of an extra edge. But as readers, we, like, can't tell it. Like, if no. they're starving. They're already invincible. Yeah, Choosing like, the color of their eyes is kind of hilarious and random. Yeah. Like, you know where you can visibly see blood in people? Their eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was just having a conversation with my friend Ellen about, you know, books particularly YA and just like the color of your eyes drama she's like Melissa it gets to a point where if a if a character is listed as having gray eyes I just throw the book across the room and I don't read it anymore (laughs) and I was like I get it I was gonna say as soon as you see the gray eyes you know that's the love interest no matter what is happening as soon as you see green eyes that's the whole personality you don't have to write (laughs) anything else about them no of course not so it really is so weird that feeding on human blood gives them red eyes and feeding on animal animal blood blood gives them gold gold eyes eyes. because that makes sense you know because blood is so different depending on where it comes from yeah blood is the blood is the blood Imagine if it was like, oh, I bit into this fish and my eyes turned green. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you still murdered something, but this murder is okay, so that's why it's gold. Yeah. (laughs) It's to, it's to convey God approves of this murder. God approves of this murder. Oh, it's gold. (laughs) Olivia, thank you for writing in. Yeah. That was one time no here. All right, I was reading this and I was like, "God, I hope it's not my turn to recap." And I don't it's think a it pretty is. Pretty short. I'm chapter. pretty sure it's Based mine. Based on math, it's not me. Based I'm on pretty math. sure it's me. Love that for me, listeners. I speed read this right before recording. <laughs> I had an author lunch in Manhattan today, and I was like, "I will come home after my lunch." And I will finish up my job, and I'll read the chapter, and we will record on time. But instead, after my lunch, I met up with a friend from Fake Survivor, (laughs) and he told me the craziest gossip. I mean, look, I actually recently heard the actual craziest gossip of my life as listeners This does rival it. This rivals it in... That was, like, the best gossip in quality, but this rivals it in quantity of people and drama involved. Yeah, it is This was, like, a love hexagon. Yeah. Amongst fake survivor players. (laughs) Like, a, a broken marriage. A blanket... With a, a a giant blanket with a face stamped all over it. International uh, affairs. International affairs. And I love you on night one. Just 
I so mean, much. Fuck the wild. greatest romance I can remember was Boston Rob. Oh my god. So Boston Rob true. and Amber. And Amber. Amber. <laughs> okay, but on Real Survivor, there's like huts and being cold and yeah. being out in the elements. You know, there's like actual tangible things that bring people together, literally and spiritually. Starving. And there are real stakes on Real Survivor. And there's real money. Bonding. Yeah. Yes. Fake Survivor had <laughs> fake stakes that felt real. Uh, so I was really locked in hearing every detail of this gossip, stayed way late, uh, we're recording late tonight, and I speed read this right before recording. So I can't wait. Yeah, here we go. <gasps> Chapter six, scary stories. Bella goes to school and she's like, Edward's not here, so it's not a good day. But you know who is here? Lauren has showed up. And all of a sudden, she has a personality. She didn't have it before. Her personality is that she is the only person that doesn't like Bella. <laughs> the next day is, like, the trip to La Push. So they all meet at Mike's parents' store. They drive out there together. Lauren is, like, being weird already. They go on a walk, there's a driftwood fire, there are tide pools, which is cool. Mike is, you know, like, flirting. Lauren's being like, I don't know why Bella doesn't, like, Bella, why aren't the Cullens here with us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and she's like, oh, I don't know. And then this one guy is like, the Cullens don't come here. He's standing off in the middle distance looking dramatic. And <laughs> Bella's like, ooh, I bet there's a story there. So she's like, Jacob, my old pal Jacob, who I forgot until just now, but he remembered <laughs> me because everyone remembers me and they're all obsessed with me. Uh, why don't we go for a walk? And she tries to flirt with him, and the way she does that is by saying, so what are you, like, 16? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm 15. And she's like, mission accomplished. He's so flattered. Uh, he tells her everything she wants to know. Yeah. Everything. He's like, oh, Sam. Oh, it's like an old scary story. It's like so embarrassing. Um, we think the Collins are cold ones, vampires. Oh, and like we are supposedly descended from wolves. It's whatever. And Bella's like, checkmate. <laughs> fucking gotcha motherfucker i know what you are edward cullen and the nice part about this is that even though bella is like taking advantage of jacob's little crush on her that automatically exists uh they do have like a true chemistry this is the beginning of book jacob you know like he's fun they're bantering they're talking about him building cars it's a it's a good time and their friendship feels very real and well-rounded in a way that Bella's relationships with the kids at her high school are not. Uh, and then, like, the party ends. It's time to go home. There's, like, a little bit of, like, a scuffle between Jacob and Mike where Mike's like, let's go. And Jacob's like, it's nice to see you again, like, laying claim to Bella. It's, I don't know, it's stupid. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, but Bella likes it. She's like, yeah, it, it is nice to see you. And she gets back into the car. And she is just like, well, that's a lot. It's a lot that happened. It's not It's not Stephanie's best button. <laughs> no. I give you an 8. 8.8. 8. Thank you. Succinct and you covered, I mean, there really wasn't much to cover, but you covered it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how they drive to 
Mike Newton's family's store in order to carpool a further 15 minutes. And there's not enough seats. No. So Bella has to, like, sit on somebody's lap. Like, surely just driving to La Push would have been, like, shorter for some of the people who had to drive. I just thought that was funny. Meet you guys there. No, it reminds me of high school. There were plenty of times where we, like, all carpooled to one place and then just, like, shoved ourselves like sardines in a one-person's car. Yeah, to drive 15 minutes. why did we do that? I don't know. (laughs) Melissa, in high school, you were like, oh, I just hate driving. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Just for the excuse of squishing into one car. person would give me a ride. My could come and get me. Uh, okay, also, Ooh. though, this chapter made me, I'm convinced, Stephanie was setting up Jacob to be a love interest from the start. She talks about him so, like, favorably in this chapter. He's beautiful. He's got great skin. He's got a husky <laughs> voice. He's already such an attractive man. He's already, fi- he's only 15. He's so funny. Him and Bella get along so well. And my girlfriend was planning and is it Jacob the name of her brother? Yeah. 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 That's weird. It's that weird. Is, that is, that's weird. <laughs> it's super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, Jacob is like the only character who has ever made Bella laugh. Like, Edward, listen, Edward's got the edge here, obviously. Obviously. But like, they have a weird, intense thing going on. Like, they are very natural love interest foils to each other. Like, it's it's very classic like edward is like intense and mysterious and sexy and jacob is like fun and funny and cozy and he he is that way like from right now immediately yeah in this book obviously things change but in this book edward's the bad boy and jacob is the one who's good for you who you should actually be with right i know even though he's 15, and personally, as someone in high school, I would have been absolutely disgusted with myself. 15, for 17, 15-year-old. Too far apart. Also, too when far. she first describes him, she describes him as 14, 14 maybe, maybe 15. 15. So actually, he has even more he's of a baby He's even face. babier. What yeah. are you when you're 14? You're like a freshman, Probably younger. freshman. Yeah. Probably a freshman. Like, and they're, they're only friends. one year apart, but they're only one year apart in school. Right? No. Oh, I don't know that. She's already I think a junior. probably two. It's yeah, she's a junior. she's a junior. We don't hear that much about his school, but I just feel no. with him being 15 and her being 17, he's probably yeah, a probably freshman. Right. Yeah. Oh, I could not. Oh, imagine. you know what? He, he, I'm sure that he is two years apart because she, she's like, I should probably remember you because we hung out so much as kids. And he's like, oh no, like I'm younger. You would remember my sisters. So if they were only one year apart, like sure. she'd probably remember that whole thing is like set up really weirdly like it really feels like she does not know this child i know she's like, never heard of him hung out with this family every summer and you just like forgot about their existence right and then like it's kind of weird that he's the younger one and he's aware of her instead of the other way around and then like as we get later into the story it really feels like oh yeah it was it's jake yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's jake <laughs> And here it's like, she's like, oh, one of them looked like he recognized me, I guess. I'm, and somebody it happens said all the time. Jacob. <laughs> Kevin's constantly. And Jacob says, like, 
oh, you bought my dad's truck. And that's sort of the first moment where Bella's like, oh, I love my truck. I love my truck. I <laughs> love, love Jake. <laughs> I feel great about you. <laughs> it is absurd, the people that she decides she likes with almost no interaction. One of them being Lauren, who she also... Well, Lauren, I guess, has decided that she hates Bella. Well, but like... okay, yeah. So going back to the beginning of this chapter, there's we skipped over the fact that Jessica checks in about her eating with Edward at lunch right, the day which before. Was because the day obviously before. that was very weird, and everyone is like, what's that about? Jessica is apparently, like, kind of jealous or something like stephanie immediately goes for the dig Mm -hmm. she seemed annoyed she flipped her dark curls impatiently i guess she'd been hoping to hear something that would make a good story for her to pass on like or she's just interested maybe she just wanted you to tell her anything about it because you're supposed to be friends yeah like if i came to you guys and i was like oh my god melissa i saw you sitting with the ceo at work today (laughs) what did you guys possibly have to talk about and you were like yeah it was weird you know there wasn't nothing much to report and i like pressed and was like well like did he have questions for me and then you looked like you were angry i don't know (laughs) i'd be like all right okay fine don't tell you i guess Yeah, Yeah, and instead Bella internally is like, well, she must have been looking for gossip and she didn't get any. I'm like, yeah, Jessica has never given you any indication or, like, proof of her, like, I don't know, being shitty for you to think this. No. You have seen Jess gossip one time and it was to your benefit because you were like, who are (laughs) those people? Friendship is built on on gossiping. Okay? Yeah. Just is. Yeah. When I was at the National Book Awards, okay, so my friend is like an actress model, you know, that's like her job, and I asked her, I was like, how do you guys stay warm in your like little outfits in the cold (laughs) on set and whatever, (laughs) because I'm going to be wearing a fancy dress, but I don't have a fancy coat, I'm not going to buy a fancy coat for this one event, and she told me about these like heat patches that are designed for people with back pain. Oh, Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I bought, that's what they wear under their costumes on set to stay warm. And so I bought one, right? I put it on. At first, I wasn't feeling that much. Like 30, 40 minutes into wearing it, I was like, oh, it was hot, hot. I get to the ceremony, I'm sweating. (laughs) I'm like dabbing at my face with my scarf, my little shrug, you know? Uh, And I went into the bathroom and I was like, I can't unzip my dress myself and i definitely can't rezip it but i know how to make a friend so i went into the bathroom i picked my target you can always make a friend in the women's bathroom a girl my age who looked friendly i started washing my hands next to her and i said oh my god your dress is so beautiful and she said thank you your dress is beautiful and i said isn't this an amazing night and she said it's an amazing night (laughs) then i said Oh, I, like, dropped some little piece of gossip, which is how this is related. <laughs> I dropped a little piece of gossip, and she was like, no way. And I was like, way? And I said, by the way, can I ask you for a moment of, like, bathroom solidarity? And she was like, anything. I said, I'm wearing this heat patch, and I'm so hot. Can you please help me with my dress so I can rip this thing off of me? 
and like in front of God and everybody, that girl unzipped my dress. She's a publicist at another publishing house. Unzipped my dress. I pulled that thing off me, and she got me zipped back up. You, Beautiful. you, you spotted the publicist. I, that nah. is the perfect. That is the perfect target. They know how to get shit done. They know how to solve problems on the fly, out in the world. I spotted her and I dropped some gossip. Yep. Because that's how you make friends. Okay? Yeah, this book really acts like making friends with other girls is so hard. Like, making friends with other girls... The only one who's easy easy. to be friends with is Angela, and that's because she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, oh, what a relief. (laughs) Women, of course, should be silent. (laughs) Yeah, so Lauren just hates her. She's like, why does she even sit with us? She should just sit with the Cullens. And then she's weird. She went and sat with Edward for one One lunch. One lunch. And they should have been lab partners for all anybody knows. Like, literally. And they, like, both looked mad the whole time. Yeah. And at the same time, Stephanie is making... The point over and over that Lauren has long blonde hair. Yes, over she's like, and over. so she's this, obviously a bitch because yeah, she's blonde. this girl sucks. Let um, me tell you about her silvery blonde hair. Okay, and then there's also as soon as Lauren says one mean thing, then Bella is like, I'd never noticed what an unpleasant nasal voice she had, which is like just straight like <laughs> step one in being a bitch is like. Notice that somebody's mean to you and then hate something about them. And hate, a f- like, some feature. My, my favorite is when she, like, calls her, like, fishy eyes or something later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also yeah. like how it's, like, maybe you would have noticed her nasal voice if you listened if she when had, she spoke. If you're right, if you she, talked she'd to her. she said words before. <laughs> yeah. You had a you conversation with her. Fishy eyes. <laughs> it's like, what's yeah. a fishy eye? What is that? Just, like, big? <laughs> I, no, I, I think know. they'd maybe be like pointing in different directions. <laughs> I don't know. Like kind of on opposite sides of her face. Yeah, what's, well, like, what's fishy eyes? <laughs> I don't know what fishy eyes are. It's just it's like so tiring. Like it's all so of the boys tiring. are obsessed with her, and all the girls hate her, and it's stupid. It's so dumb. It's very anti-feminist. Yeah, and all she wants to do is just be with her boyfriend who isn't her boyfriend yet but like might as well be and like yeah we get it okay (laughs) it really is so funny that you know one of the main criticisms lobby against twilight is that this is it's misogynist this relationship is so problematic (laughs) yet we're like this is the first chapter without a significant edward presence and we're we're like like, (laughs) (laughs) worst one we miss him (laughs) give us the toxicity (laughs) it's true i just feel like you know i've really liked something i've liked about the um the taylor swift sort of renaissance her being everywhere again is the vibe of like we all love like we are all like other girls we all yeah. love Taylor Swift. We all love pumpkin spice lattes. We all have a ton oh, of common. I don't common. like pumpkin things, but but like you're well, not gonna hate on Maya's them. Not like other girls. Yeah, I'm not. Like yeah, Maya's not like other girls. Can I tell you guys about an amazing ad I saw? You know how you're passing stores and they can change like the slogans on those signs out front. I passed a Jiffy Lube and it said, <laughs> "It's back, pumpkin spice oil." 
Oh my god, I saw a tire place that made that joke also. It was like, stop in for your fall pumpkin spice wheels. Oh my god. (laughs) Got me too. Well, clearly it's just taken over, that joke. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, okay, I don't like pumpkin spice, but I like gossip. I like taking a little walk and pointing out every dog we see. Yeah. I am like like other girls. Yeah, and that's great. I like Twilight. Yeah. We all like Twilight, and that's great and beautiful. Being a girl is cool. Yeah. By the way, you guys, I was looking at a list of Barnes & Noble top YA sellers. Twilight? Up up there? there. Really? Up there. Like, making the list at all means it's up there. Yeah. It was top 100. That's wild. It was above like major titles wow you know? so i mean listen is this what i would pick for our younger generations <laughs> yeah maybe not <laughs> yes. i would pick it for my generation no one I else can have it i want young readers to have fun i mean that's true i want them to have fun this with their co- own this stuff. fun this comes a lot mine. of ba- comes with a lot of baggage this is yeah this is my, but this is so does everything you know yeah they can make up their own baggage they can make new baggage Okay, so but if they like pick my baggage, mine. but if they pick the old baggage, then they can listen to our podcast about the baggage. Or so. we can cater to our people. There's a lot of people out there. This isn't. There's no slices. You know, something about pie. Yeah. Twilight's this... for everybody. We can. Yeah, but all... I don't want it to be. <laughs> Weird <laughs> take, but Melissa okay. doesn't even actually feel that way. She's just being <laughs> obstinate because <laughs> she can't help it. <laughs> And you know what, Melissa? Never change. Thank we you. you Thank you. I think it's just important that we recognize when it's happening <laughs> so that we don't let ourselves get pulled in too deep into your whirlpool. <laughs> yeah, but you like it. So. Anyways, speaking of whirlpools, then they get ah! to the beach and there's tide pools there. It sounds really tide cool. Pool. Which Bella's to. like, I Me really want to go to those, except I'm going to fall over and I don't want to fall over. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're so clumsy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, actually, though, when they're walking back through the woods, she says that since she's trying to actually keep up with the other person, naturally she fell a few times. And she has scrapes on her palms and her knees of her jeans are stained green. And I was, like, really thinking about this. And that actually would be, like, so embarrassing. <laughs> like, it would be, like, a little bit embarrassing, whatever, to fall one time on a walk through the woods with your multiple friends. Multiple times. But to fall down multiple times, that well, actually is pretty humiliating. The first time, like, they're walking to the temples, they just left her. She, like, was falling. She, like, fell Yeah, she just behind. went real slow. <laughs> And then she looked at exactly one tide pool so that she wouldn't be walking around. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of, I think the reason that she gets shit for this personality trait is that Stephanie goes too hard on it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, like, it's not like she just, like, uses the clumsy, like, if all we got was, like, Bella dropping her books that time in front of Edward when it was kind of hilarious. That's enough. And frustrating. Like, that would, that's a great little clumsy moment. But she just tells us every every chapter. every mention of gym class. We get How clumsy she is. Every mention when she goes outside. (laughs) I think it would work to mention it several times if it were funnier. Yeah, you know? but it's always just matter of fact. It's just like, it's just like then I fell over. I fell over. <laughs> yeah, a bunch. 
But like, if it, <laughs> yeah, if it's not Stephanie... comedic relief. It's just a fact that we get along the way. <laughs> yeah, like even if Bella like tried to jump over a tide pool and then her foot slipped and like her arms kind of pinwheeled and she saved and then there it was for a, a whole moment. thing with or then but there was then a whole thing with slipping. Mike and she had You're to like blah blah blah. Or if she was like, no, I'm not that clumsy. It's going to be fine. And then she, like, flips into a tide pool. Right. I think one of Stephanie's main weaknesses is going too Too hard on single personality traits. On on single concepts in general. general. Like the pomegranate in Midnight Sun. Yeah, the Romeo and Juliet thing in the moon. Yeah, she just cannot let something lie. Too hard, too fast too furious and like so many of the cullens have like one personality trait and that's the personality trait. that's it or like lauren being really bitchy it's like (laughs) maybe that would be fine if like she did it once or twice in passing and also had other personality traits but she has no other like maya said in her recap her personality is i I, I feel like stephanie decided that she need well she had to bring up the cullens and so it makes the most sense for someone to be like uh why aren't the cullens here like in a bitchy way and then she's like fuck i don't have any bitchy characters let's just write up lauren right here right now (laughs) right in this chapter we'll see it by the from the beginning of this chapter yeah and like she could if she weren't if she didn't have this vendetta against jess she could have jess kindly be like oh it's too bad yeah like like, like, ooh, did you invite Edward? Yeah, it's too bad that the Collins only ever hang out with themselves. Like, you know, we should include them more. But yeah, ooh, did you invite him? Edward? Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't have to be, like, a whole thing. No one asked us. Nobody asked it's true, us. It's they didn't. <laughs> and they're not about to, either. No, <laughs> no they're not. <laughs> but at least you get that great line from Sam when he's like, the Collins don't come here. Don't, don't, don't. Okay, wait. This Great, line made me curious. wonder, though. Do we know if... Is Sam a werewolf here? Do we know that? Mm, I don't think so. Not a werewolf? I don't think so. When does he become a werewolf? I'm not sure. I'll Google it. And also, because, like, he seems like he's in the... Because he's so serious about it. Like, he seems like right, he's in the know. Like he knows. About That's true. the Collins not being allowed to be there. Because they're vampires. He clearly takes it seriously where Jacob does not. That's true. During his senior year. That's not helpful. Well, that's not helpful. But also, he's out of high school now. Yeah, he's 19. That's so true. he's already so he a werewolf. Already yeah. The yeah, appearance of the Cullen family. Ooh. Okay, so he's already sense. been there. So. That makes sense. You know, the Cullens, appear, vampires appear. Okay. Begets werewolves. I was trying to think through, I mean, this is kind of skipping ahead, but during the whole story that Jacob is giving, he specifies that his great-grandfather is the one who met them the first time. Mm -hmm. And then since then, there's a new female and a new male, which has to be Alice and Jasper, Jasper. because they're the most recent ones, which means that Edward also already knew them. You can ask me to do math. I don't want to do math. I googled it. They're okay. the last ones who show up. But also they had already heard of Carlisle because he'd 
been here and gone before your people had even arrived. So that's like way back. So Carlisle's been. So Carlisle's Carlisle's been there a bunch of times. So that means Edward. I don't know. I feel like I never think about the fact that Edward was there for the original treaty. Like, doesn't it feel like that's just like a Carlisle thing that Edward like knows about? But Edward was literally there. I, due to my recent reread of Midnight Sun, uh, which I haven't finished finished it yet, but I'm like pretty deep in. Uh, I think that's biasing me because I'm like, oh yeah, Edward is the oldest besides Carlisle. Right. They not even of course he was there. He's only a hundred years old. Yeah. I know. It's dumb. It's really yeah. dumb. Like how did Carlisle not collect a single person for that well, long? Carlisle then... was only 300 years old. I know. It's also he's not how did, old. How did Carlisle not learn before Edward that in order to create a vampire, you don't have to create all these over. specific? You know how Carlisle recreated the wounds that he had when he was turned on yeah, Edward, right. like in case it was necessary. Like, how do you he not had learn? Like, right, he had like spent a, a bunch of time right, with the Volturi. You're right. Volturi. That makes no sense. He had already spent a bunch of time with the Volturi and left by then. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they're definitely turning Listen, maybe Carlisle's just been a dum-dum this whole time. <laughs> he knows so much about human medical stuff and nothing about None. vampire And this is medicine. why he was useless for Bella when she was having that goddamn baby. <sighs> anyway, oh, okay, so... Civilized comes in. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Which... Fraught. Fraught yeah, word. I will say, so, like, Jacob and the other um, Kuliut boys show up. There is, like, a lot of focus on his skin and his high cheekbones. And I do, I kind hair. of appreciate how, like, at least the way that he tells the story is kind of, like, oh, there's, like, these old stories, like, isn't this so silly? Like, I don't believe in any of these, but, like, these are the old ghost stories that they tell. And then at the end, he kind of self-consciously is, like, well, do you think I'm just, like, a superstitious native? Which I kind of, like, I appreciated that it was, like, acknowledged itself in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's, like, acting like a modern kid who's, like, what how are you perceiving this? And right. these are old stories about this right. tribe. It could have been really easy for Stephanie to be like, well, obviously a kid who lives on a reservation is going to be very stereotypically, I don't know, superstitious. Like he whatever. believes all these things yeah. or, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can follow that. But also she's just made up all of this stuff. About this <laughs> that's true. Tribe. We did. We Yeah, we did verify that, right? It's all made yeah. up. Yeah, this is all made yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> cool uh also just the he says well there are lots of legends some of them claiming to date back to the flood supposedly the ancient quillutes tied their canoes to the tops of the tallest trees on the mountain to survive like noah in the ark it's just Mm. like i don't i don't think that this native american tribe is going to have legends that predate like christian colonization and align with christian teachings okay so the flood is a very common old legend so i believe that they might have a flood legend 
But I think it's like bizarro flood, that he like would Noah in the that he would and then he brings up Noah. Like, yeah. yeah, why would you make that touchstone? Like, right. I believe yeah. that you might have a flood narrative, but it's like. Uh, Listeners, if you're ever in Kentucky, you can go see the Ark, <laughs> uh, which is like a a like life size recreation of the Ark. I haven't actually been there. They're creationists, so you know, decide right. for yourself if you want to give them your money. But uh, it's pretty funny. It must be humongous. Yeah, I would be fine with trespassing onto it. <laughs> The Creation Museum does have a free petting zoo. A free petting zoo? Do they have two of everything? (laughs) I don't remember. I mean, I don't know how you would continue to only have two of every animal. Like, Right. Eventually, you have more than two. Unless you're, like, getting rid of some. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Bella hears Sam being like, the Cullens don't come here. She's like, red alert, red alert. I understand something's going on here. And she's just like, I need to get to the bottom of this mystery. And (laughs) she's like, I know exactly who to target. And it's cute little 15-year-old Jacob. Innocent little Jacob. Innocent little Jacob. And I can tell he likes me. And I'm going to flirt with him to get information. Yeah, because the only way to get somebody to talk to you yeah. is to flirt with them. to flirt with them. Like, literally, he's already introduced himself. Like, they, right, they know already each other. talked. They, right? They, talk. they already talked about the truck. They already have a rapport. Yeah. They and she also likes Jacob. Yeah. yeah. They're having like, a great time. They're, like, joking about the truck. Friends. You don't need to. You don't need to do anything else. Yeah. yeah, she says, "Do you come up to Forks much?" I asked archly, as if I was hoping for a yes. Why wouldn't you want Jacob to come up to Forks? You like Jacob the best of all these people. And your your dads are like best yeah. friends. Yeah, which You're I like have to say, time. I don't like. He said he opens with your Isabella Swan, aren't you? And she's like, ugh. Ah, fuck but you. Why the hell would Jacob refer to her as Isabella? He would only hear about her from Billy, who would only hear about her from Charlie, who calls her Bella. Well, at the beginning of the chapter, she said that she thinks Charlie calls her Isabella behind her back. Yeah, I feel like because Charlie around town does call her Isabella. I guess she that, must, or why, why would thinks... anybody ever call her Isabella? Yeah, right. But to her face. He's calling her Bella. Weird. At the very beginning, does she say to him, like, Dad, it's just Bella? I don't think so. This is, like, the opposite of what happened to me, which is that when Adam and I... calls her Bells. Right. He calls her Bells in in person. So when Adam and I first started going out, at some point I was like, oh, you should call me Liv, because that's what, like, my close friends and my family calls me. And then he proceeded to only ever call me Liv to, like, whenever he talked about me to other people in his life. So then I would meet people for the first time, and they would call me Liv, and I would introduce myself as Olivia because I never, ever once in my life have introduced myself as Liv. Liv is earned. And it was, like, it was the exact opposite of this situation. And, like, I wasn't mad. I wasn't internally mad at those people the way that Bella is. (laughs) 
But it is like, I mean, Isabel is your whole name, and it's a perfectly normal, nice I did name. Have, there was, oh, what? There was a, that guy who I was letting into your apartment that one time, Olivia, yeah. Adam's friend, yeah. who was like, oh, you're Mel. And I was like, gross. And I didn't say that, but he was like, oh, do you go by Mel? And I was Saw like, it on your face. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he must, like, know Melissa who goes by Mel and have done I was it. Like, I was like, how dare you? You know what's funny <laughs> is that, like, he specifically always asks like when we actually met he was very much like okay but wait you introduced yourself as olivia should i be calling right. you live or olivia right. and i was like whatever it's fine it he's like no tell me what you want me to yeah. call you <laughs> it's funny because i would never just call melissa mel but i will text it yeah, yeah that's true i do like, text it's it. like hey, a, mel. It's, you use it casually but not to refer to me in a casual way if that makes sense what? Does that make sense? No. Do you mean like you might use it in direct address casually? Well, like, but I mean, not I'm, talking about you? I mean, like, I'm, I use, like, I feel like people use it when they're just like, oh, hey, Mel, what's up? Like, in a text. But, like, yeah. no one is ever like, Mel, how are you? You know? Right. Like, it, it's Mel in casual context. It's when I it's don't feel flow. like typing Melissa. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway <laughs> she like apparently should remember his older sisters and like they spent a lot of time together but she's like oh yeah what's up with them you guys i'm gonna give you a warning now mick is starting to hurt no no and that could escalate at any time all right okay. we're, gonna, we're gonna go fast oh so, fyi i want to talk about her flirting let's do it Okay, wait, no. First, we have to say that Jacob is like, well, Rebecca's married. And she's like, married? Wow. The twins were only a little over a year older than I was. Well, guess what, girl? I was like, (laughs) (laughs) guess what? It is is crazy that she got married and moved to Hawaii. Yeah, that's a lot. It's big. It's like big I married and moved far well, away. Bella is about to get married and become a vampire. So I would love, honestly, listen. I'm all for getting married if I can go to Hawaii and. Yeah, she's trying to lock it down. You know, like right, divorce. Them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's okay. Go. Yeah. So then Bella decides for some reason that the only way to get Jacob to tell this story is to flirt with him. I don't know I, I'm gonna read my best and worst sentence. It, they exist simultaneously. Um, and it's a combo of sentences. I tried to make my smile alluring. Wonder if I was laying it on too thick. He smiled back though, looking allured. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, when you have you look allured. <laughs> He's into it. Yeah, she's like, she's just like being mostly normal, but like kind of trying to flirt. Girl is like flirting with you very obviously. And as a 15 year old, you're only going to notice it if it's super obvious because you're dumb. But also, just like if she just like gone off and talked to him alone, that probably would have been enough. Yeah, 100%. At the same time. If all she said was. Was that weird? What did he mean? The Cullens don't come here. He probably would have done this whole, sh- whole yeah. shtick. Yeah, because he wants to be in the know. He wants to be the one who has all the information to impress her, etc. Yeah. yeah. 
And so he just spills the whole fucking the, thing. The whole treaty. He talks he about, <laughs> he goes all the way back to the werewolf situation. And then we get the whole treaty thing. And then the cold ones. And then she's like, what is that? And he's like, blood drinkers. Your people call them vampires. First and then we get that word. Let's go. We get no emotional reaction. Not no emotional reaction. She's not like, oh my God, whatsoever. he's right. She's just like. It's fascinating. I stared like, out at the rough she's just like after he answered, very, not sure what my face was exposing. That's very interesting information. And literally until the end of the chapter, she does everything in her power to not think about this information. No, the very end of the chapter is also, I tried very hard not to think. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Through the end of the chapter. Through the end of the chapter. All right, yeah. you guys are going to have to finish this without me because I don't want to shit myself on the podcast. <laughs> uh, so... Maya, ow. Uh, I don't want you to wait for me. You know, Maya's feeling Finish sick. Up. Yeah, I don't We're feel, close uh, to the end. Yeah, I don't have a best sense and worst sense. I don't care okay. about Okay. Uh, text me when you're done and I'll tell Scott to stop the recording. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah, so we get, we get absolutely nothing from her. Yeah, which drives me bonkers. Because we do get, like... <laughs> What there's one thing where she like kind of mentions, oh, fuck, where she's like imagining Edward, where she's just like I'm just imagining like what he would be doing here. Oh yeah, like at the like, tide pool. It's when they're at the tide pool. She's like, oh, I wonder what he would be doing and what we would be talking about and what it would be like. Yeah, exactly. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. You know, like give me some of your inner musings. All we get is just like a run through of the day and like what she's doing and the facts. But like, I'm like, no, girlfriend, like, I know that you hate liking him. That's what we get. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this is disturbing how much I like him. Okay, but I want to get that. I want to get the like, like. So, right. Yeah, so she does not think whatsoever about the whole vampire situation at this point. No, and I, I, like, I guess I kind of get narratively, like, is there space here for her to, like, have the full existential crisis that she needs to have about this fact? Like, maybe not. Maybe not, but, like, something. We really don't get anything. Yeah, She's not, like, oh my god, she's not, like, no way, she's not, like... like, That doesn't even make sense. Vampire, I'd be like, that's fucking crazy. And then I'd be like, like, well, there are these really weird things. Yeah, but we don't get we don't get shit. We don't don't get get any of it. And LOL, in this chapter, Jacob breaks the whole treaty. Um, yeah, and he's like, lols, I guess I just broke the treaty. I guess I broke it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. But yeah, instead we just get like Mike being weirdly possessive. And Everyone's then... possessive. Oh wait, this makes me okay. So we know in this in this chapter that Jacob is into Bella, but having just finished breaking Dawn, the only thing I could think about was like I was like Jacob, you're only into her embryos. Oh my god, <laughs> he's just feeling a pull towards her. Over. I know. I was like, you literally it's just want those eggs. Oh god, that's horrible. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> but yeah, they're like actually cute together. Like, well, Jacob is nice and lovely here. I mean, he's literally the first person that she wants to be friends with. Because like Edward yeah. is also not in that category. She doesn't no. want to be friends with that man. Absolutely not. She wants so, like, to be romantically devoured by that man. <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob is like the first person who the actually first seems... 
who only she like person, acts normal yes. with person who she wants to be friends with because she doesn't want to be person. friends with jake she doesn't want to be friends with her she doesn't want to be friends with mike she doesn't want to be friends with no. jess no well maybe she'll be friends with angela but that's not really but like only because she angela doesn't way. <laughs> that's yeah just in a, i can bear to be around you yeah kind of way <laughs> <laughs> so yeah instead of any existential crisis saying about vampires the end of the chapter is just like more boy squabbles of like yeah, jacob stupid. and mike being weird and then like her getting out of sitting in the front seat next to Mike and like more Lauren stuff. And the fishy eyes and whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's literally it. It's honestly not it's it's a pretty like chill chapter. I mean it we is, get even though it's the like big information. The information. It is yeah. the information drop. Yeah. Although it's just I guess it's kind of anticlimactic because the readers do already know that he's a vampire. I mean, if they read the back cover copy, which again, I never do. Okay, but it's like it was like. But if this had been recommended back... to me, I probably yes. would have been like, "Oh, this is a vampire romance." It's a you vampire book. It. Like, yeah. Even probably. when I was at a bookstore, <laughs> I picked it up because it was Halloween, and this yeah. was about vampires. And yeah. I was like, "Well, that sounds oh, it's a vampire appropriate." Book. Yeah, you probably already know this going into this book. Yeah, so good. like, I guess it's not that big of a drop. Um, I guess not and it is like maybe an interesting way for her to find it out she doesn't figure it out herself which would maybe be a little more fun like all she knows going into this chapter is that something is up it's hard when the Cullens are not stereotypical vampires vampires. she would have to like see him draining an animal which would be pretty fucking weird exactly Um, so like I guess I mean that I think is the other option I do like the introduction of Jacob like as a character like clearly also maybe intended to be a romantic interest later i am right. here for it for right. this specific jacob right um so like and I'm it not does it. it does like place edward as a vampire within like a larger mythology yeah, which is kind of interesting picture. and like now there are these people who you know th- who know like that vampires are monsters but like the cullens aren't necessarily monsters so right we get that right away we get that like concept. we get from jacob that the cullens supposedly don't feed on humans right so that softens the whole situation immediately maybe right. it would be more fun oh, and she didn't like know scary yet. and dramatic yeah if she did not receive the information immediately right she got that from that edward they later don't maybe. feed on right humans if she Ooh, spent like any fun. amount of time being like, wait, he kill he murders. People? He's gonna like. What drink if he murders blood? <laughs> yeah, that would be, be like, higher Oh my stakes. god, I'm so into it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you said, she would like to be devoured romantically. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, Bella's still in. She's still in. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the that's the chapter. So like. Really not a big chapter, but uh, a lot of information. Is and yet also there. crucial. Yes, a crucial yeah. chapter. Yeah. Okay, was that actually your best sentence, worst sentence, or do you um, have anything else to add? Do I, ha- I know that. So I highlighted a sentence the first time around that I thought was a good sentence, but now I, like, don't, I think it's overwrought. <laughs> what is it? Again, which is, um, they're hiking. The green light of the forest was strangely at odds with the adolescent laughter, too murky and ominous to be in harmony with the light banter around me. I don't I, like the 
use yeah. of the word adolescent. Like, I also wrote music. best question mark, and also upon reflection, I'm like, mm, maybe it's horrible. I know. I know. <laughs> it's I like, like I, I think I really like the impression. I like the green light in the forest. And, and the, the, like, vibe. Ominous That it's, vibe. like, vibe, but they're, like, you can hear it in a movie version you know right. it's like kind of moody and ominous right. but also like there's teenagers laughing in a distant like, kind of way yeah and her describing it though as adolescent laughter i'm like right. yeah this sounds like an adult who's i don't know trying to be a good writer here but right. is also in the perspective of a teenager okay but she d- we didn't touch on there is a lot of great aesthetic yes description writing which as we know she does excel at so i'll pick some other descriptive writing that maybe is a little better. Um, she's just like describing the beach. Islands rose out of the steel harbor waters with sheer cliff sides reaching to uneven summits and crowned with austere soaring firs. The beach had only a thin border of actual sand at the water's edge, after which it grew into millions of large smooth stones that looked uniformly gray from a distance, but close up where every shade a stone could be terracotta sea green lavender blue gray dull gold the tide line was strewn with huge driftwood trees bleached bone white in the salt water some piled together against the edge of the forest fringe some lying solitary just out of reach of the waves i really liked austere i really liked bleached bone white bleached bone white yeah she's good at describing yeah this is why we're all obsessed with forks like right exactly she said atmosphere yeah the vibe is important the vibe is important (laughs) (laughs) and i am equally impressed i realized in this chapter that these are all real places like she's not like that she has not been yeah she's not like creating some like fantasy forest you know like she's taking very real places and making them feel magical which is like yeah Yeah. beautiful yeah that's true okay here's my worst um bella's like you should come see me in force we could hang out sometime i felt guilty as i said this knowing that i'd used him (laughs) did she really use him like all she did was ask this is question bella thinks friendship is and what it isn't is like that right she's like wow information is me using you like, right girlfriend, you just have like, never had friends okay you were gossiping i know <laughs> you were just gossiping with jake like that's all this was that's all it she was. gossiped with jacob and therefore they bonded <laughs> that's all that happened to her like, she gave her the hot very it... old goss yes. for his community and then they became friends really not smart like, when it comes to friendly relationships. Do not know how it works. <laughs> um, do I have a worst? Maybe I love them. I enthused making an effort to smolder at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think I understand what smoldering is. <laughs> Just like the- she was like attempting to flirt and was bad at it but also the descriptions of her attempting to flirt badly were also bad (laughs) (laughs) it just like made it so much more cringy (laughs) which like maybe that was the vibe i don't know yeah i guess that was the vibe 
It's supposed to be going poorly, but also it works anyways, because yeah. Bella is just a, you know, perfect girl who five boys are now obsessed yes, with. Yes, God. Literally every boy who has appeared who is not oh, her father like, is obsessed like, with her. Oh, I know what that look looks like. I know what that means. Ugh. And I'm like, oh, poor Bella. Poor Bella. <laughs> Little boys like her. Oh, no. Oh. It's so hard. Wow. <laughs> All right, email us with questions or comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. This was great. <laughs> great chapter. If you'd like to support the pod, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can follow along for updates or support us at patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Limi, Chance, Kings Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Sabine, Hannah, Madeline, Elizabeth, Parker, Marissa, Emily, and Bridget. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. And Melissa's going to do the outro. Oh, my God. Feel um, better, Maya. We, we miss you. won't be back next week because it's a holiday, bitches. Happy Thanksgiving. So, uh, and we're happy also Thanksgiving. Just week off if you don't, we don't believe that. in it as a holiday really but i do support you eating food give thanks give and thanks. appreciate what you have sure to the food um so we won't be back next week uh i guess maybe the week after hopefully yeah yeah um how does she do this well and if you don't <laughs> like you it, don't like it you can you fight can me, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, bye. Nothing without mine.